We must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. What we do not do is spy unlawfully on Americans. We are leaving in 2014. Period. Ladies and gentlemen, we got them. America's public enemy number one in the United States is drug abuse. In order to fight and defeat this enemy, it is necessary to wage a new all-out offensive. You are listening to Biting the Bullet with Luke and Typo. Cool. All right, we fucking recording. We recording. We are, dude. My town is destroyed. <laughs> are we talking about this? Can we talk about this? That my town is destroyed. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I, from yeah. Oh well, yeah. Was, from the from the storm. Yeah, I was first talking about the storm, but we can get into that oh. too. <laughs> but yeah, well, dude. which one, which one do you want to start with? Let's start with the storm. Go ahead. We'll start with the storm because why I missed last week. Um, everyone, I'm back. I'm alive. Turned out pretty well. I think I we uh, I think we had a good time. Yeah, I mean, it was really cool. Thanks for Cole for filling in last. I mean, it was it was basically last minute where I was like day of. I was like, hey Cole, do a podcast with Luke because my power's out, and he's like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> thanks, buddy. Yeah, because I was like, I'll just wait, and if we can't get one out, then we'll get one out on Monday or Tuesday, and it would have been fine. But I was like, but then he was. I saw the messages, and I was like, oh, dope. All right. Well, I'll be home at this time. Yeah. Are you free? He's like, yeah, I'll be free. Yeah. I mean, it was for a, like a quick, like literally last minute invite on. He filled in pretty spot on. It was great. Um, But yeah, so my power went out on. Dude, so there we were, you know, doing the Midwest thing. <laughs> there we were. Doing the Midwest thing where we're like, look, we're, we're like on the porch, like looking at this storm, you know, checking it out. Yeah. And I, me and my sister step inside for like, uh, I don't know, like a couple minutes and we were getting ready to go back outside and dude, uh, I couldn't even see outside the window because the rain was hitting, like coming at the window and just hitting. I was like, Whoa, what the hell? And then outside you just see all the, the trees, the big trees that we have in our yard all of them are just like sideways and i like that right there i told my sister i was like uh you you should probably get away from that window like get away from the window <laughs> right now and, and then that's when my parents were like we we should probably get downstairs and i was like that did, never happens dude it doesn't matter how bad i'm seeing it outside my parents never want to go in the basement for a tornado they just like we're, I don't know. Midwesterners here are fearless, dude. When it comes to well, it just, I don't know why. I mean, every 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 tornado that I've been, and I was in Nebraska a couple week weekends ago. But like every tornado that I've been when I was in Nebraska, I mean, we didn't like we just went on kind of about our day. We just stayed inside sometimes. Like it was, it was yeah. like you could see the tornado like pretty far off, and it was like, yeah, it's windy, but I can still ride my bicycle. And the sirens haven't gone off here yet. So yeah, you can hear the, you can hear the sirens going off a couple of towns over, but your sirens not going off yet. So you're like, all right, we're good. Mm-hmm. And then we almost never went to the basement 
Yeah. Unless like there was like one and it was like one of the bigger tornadoes when I was younger and it was really close to us. But then like nothing, actually nothing happened to us. So we didn't even have the damage that you guys did. Dude. I mean, yeah. So like, yeah, the fucking wind's going crazy. The trees are like sideways, dude. It was insane. Like the wind stopped for a second and the trees like stand back up and you're like, and then, you know, most Midwesters like, oh, it's safe now. <laughs> <laughs> and So we get closer to the window and then it the worst part hits, dude. And those trees just fly back down sideways, dude. Literally all these stories of the calm before the storm. The yeah. like one of the most famous sayings ever. Yeah. The calm before the storm. <laughs> or it's, it only gets it's at its darkest before it gets bright. Yeah. <laughs> like all these sayings that seem kind of cheesy and everything else, but have a lot of fucking truth to them. And yeah. here you guys are creeping back up towards a fucking window. Yeah, dude, it was crazy. Like shit starts blowing up again. Like my dad had a few things right outside on the porch and it blows up on the wall. And and it was crazy, dude. And then like a couple minutes later, everything calms down or powers out. Um, uh, so then like, so we, or I don't know, my dad went to, my dad went outside to check on something and he steps outside and then, then he comes inside and he's like, you're going to want to see this. And we walk outside, dude, and this big tree that we have, and I don't know the name of it, but my dad knows all the names of them and everything, but there's, it was huge. This thing was so tall that we had in our, our house or out in our yard. Yeah. It's been and there that, for fucking years. Yeah. And it, it was laying over in our driveway. It was laying in our driveway and then leaning up against uh, the telephone pole. So we're like, well, that's probably why our power is out. <laughs> <laughs> but, dude, it was so crazy. And then because of my job, like they're trying to call me into work and I I couldn't go anywhere. Uh, yeah. I was like, I'm, I'm sorry, like unless you guys can come get me. And then they tried to come get me. And they couldn't get to me because they're, they're like, dude, there's so many trees down. Like there was trees down everywhere in my town. Just everywhere there's trees, they were down, dude. And it was so just like telephone wires destroyed. Telephone poles destroyed. You, you need destroyed. a good a good saw. A good what? A good saw, like a good chainsaw. Oh. Yeah, we my well, my dad doesn't have a very big one, but it, it it did the job. And but that that was probably like the coolest thing is like the town went to shit and but then like the next day like kind of a bunch of people are out like not not just people that have to go out and like clean stuff up like, yeah like random people like, like everybody neighbors. yeah neighbors helping neighbors and people helping each other and i was like okay this, this is pretty cool yeah and then but, you were out of power for what three days two days it was two days but i didn't have internet for like three days um yeah that took a little bit longer to come back on so yeah, I got I actually got power the night, or actually the next day. It was only one day we were out power, so I actually got power. Um, I think you and Cole were like about to finish the podcast when I got power on. Yeah, I remember that message. And, and I was, and like I was like, oh, maybe I can join, and I couldn't because I had no internet. <laughs> well, you could have. You have a fucking phone. Yeah, I totally forgot about the call thing. I didn't think about that until. <laughs> afterwards but i should have called in at least for like 20 minutes or something yeah but yeah that's fucking crazy what'd you call it an airbag dude honestly there's 
there's this video the only this video that get this guy was like at the gas station in my town and he's outside filming it and so it's like the it's like the best camera view of the storm because he's the only crazy motherfucker that's out there filming it dude but he's screaming and i was like this is a windbag oh my god he's like praise jesus oh my god it's a windbag and so then everyone <laughs> in town like the just, local crackhead i have no i have no idea who this guy is i have no idea but just because he called it a windbag now everyone's in town is like it's a windbag <laughs> so it's like, but it's they, like the fucking dust storms in and the hoboobs in arizona everybody's like yeah that's a hoboob and it's like Bro, it's it's a fucking it's a dust storm, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is a haboob? Yeah, but uh, apparently there was no, there actually wasn't a tornado. Um, but it was, it was like, wind. yeah, it was just. Uh, they said how they phrased it was as hurricane level winds, and I don't know. It was crazy, dude. Everything went to shit. Oh no. What's up, everyone? Let me take a second and tell you about our new sponsor, David Day. He offers a legal protection membership that gives you access to attorneys 24-7 for as little as a dollar a day. When you're pulled over, don't talk to the police. Shut the fuck up and call your attorney. When a company screws you over, don't try to call and fight them. Have your attorney write them a letter. Take action to be the man of your house and protect your family from the worst aspects of the state. Visit David's website at davidday.com backslash bullet so that he knows we sent you. Um, that website is david, D-A-V-I-D-D-D-A-Y.com backslash bullet. Uh, let him know that we sent you and uh, hope he protects everything you need out there. Did I die or did you die? On my screen, you died. Oh, that's weird. Then my whole just, shit closed out. Oh, well, it, just, it says my internet connection is unstable, so I don't know. Maybe it's a better oh. both of our ends. <laughs> my my internet was just like, fuck you. Um, no. I doubt that first part is going to record, so you're going to have to send me the video. Okay, I will do that. <laughs> <laughs> Are you still recording? Yeah, I'm still recording. Okay, I recorded cool. that whole thing. All right. Dope. Did you just talk to yourself for a little bit? Jack off? Uh, n- n- no, because the way it froze, it looked like you were still here, and I stopped <laughs> talking because it looked like you were about to talk. So then it was just <laughs> silence, and then I realized that you were frozen. I was like, "Oh, I don't, I don't remember what I was saying because I was trying to figure out if if what happened." But yeah, we yeah, just had a wind crazy storm, and it <laughs> fucked up my it fucked up my town. The the dude outside filming in the rain called it a windbag and it caught on. So everyone's calling it the windbag that went through the windbag of Southern Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Was was like uh, a large majority of like Southern Illinois fucking hit pretty hard or was it just you guys? Um, Just it was basically my county and my town got hit the hardest. Oh, really? Well, that's kind of good. It's not like everybody. And your guys' town is one of the bigger towns, so you guys can deal with it a little bit better than other yeah. towns. But and they called in the troops, dude. Well, not like the troops, but there was a bunch yeah. like oh like there was so many electrical companies in here, I'd never even seen them before. Like they just called <laughs> in like everybody. Dude, do you know how much those guys fucking make when that happens? So I was talking to a dude, uh oh. and uh I, oh, were you talking to was it me and you? 
I don't remember. I was talking to somebody and they were telling me about, um, oh, no, we were talking to Reed when he was talking about working on uh, uh, phone lines and shit out in the middle of nowhere. And he was like, I was making so much fucking money. These this old lady that wanted, you know, to buy me fucking dinner at the local diner. I was like, lady, your town is paying me so much money like I, I'm not yeah. going to you can thank me all you want, but you're not going to buy me dinner. I was like the amount of money that I'm making here doing this right now is insane. Oh, yeah, dude. I, I talked to a few of them when I ran to them at the gas station and. Well, they basically had to work through the weekend because the storm happened on Thursday night. So the town's like still yeah. fucked up. So they got to work through the weekend. Isn't it weird how that happens? How it happens? I feel like it's always a goddamn weekend. That's how it felt in Okinawa, dude. It was yeah. always a fucking typhoon. Like if a typhoon hit on, you know, a Monday, no one would be that mad because we get Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, possibly yeah. Thursday off work. Right. But always happen on like Friday or like Thursday. So then, yeah, getting Fridays off nice. But then, well, now you can't go and do whatever you have planned that weekend because there's a fucking typhoon. But yeah, yeah, but dude, when I talked to these guys, they were not upset at all about working. (laughs) They're like, I'm so glad this airbag, this windbag hit your fucking town. (laughs) Dude, yeah, they were. I, 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 I didn't really get any numbers from it, from what they make, but they were like, basically, it's like, double overtime for doing this right now and yeah. i was like fuck that's that's probably good money dude i'd work i'd happily work my ass <laughs> through the weekend <laughs> that's pretty dope i've gotten a couple fucking um job offers for like linemen and shit but i don't want to go back to their school and be an apprentice so fuck yeah. that yeah there's, i mean <laughs> um, and i don't want to travel that much <laughs> I, I don't know how far they go i mean I'm sure you could get like kind of local, but if something shit like this happens, you got to go. Well, I guess if you're making that much money, you don't care. (laughs) Yeah. Right. (laughs) I'd bitch about it still though. (laughs) Yeah. It's still bitch. I well, dude, we're Marines. We'll find anything to bitch about. (laughs) Like we got, we got so good at bitching about shit because that's all we could do was bitch about shit. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Only time I got to, every time we hung out with our friends, it was like, all right, bitch fest, let's go. Here we go. Yeah, that's probably what bonded us more than anything, dude, is just hanging out and bitching about the Marine Corps for two and a half hours with your friends. <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, last week was fun. We had a good time talking about uh, our uh, our Lord and Savior, George W. Bush, the co- cocaine overlord. I know we were going to talk about that because that shit was wild. I could, Yeah, I couldn't believe... I when I saw the video, dude, of George Bush like making the mistake and saying Iraq instead of Ukraine, I and then laugh and then laugh. Yeah, I do. I did not think it was real. I thought at first I was like, no way. Like this is just this is one of those CGI videos. Those, yeah. those face swap <laughs> something, videos. Dude. Something, dude, because like, I mean. It's OK. It would not be like if Joe Biden did it. We would just be like, ah, oh, Joe Biden, he doesn't know what he's talking about. You know, he's out of his mind. But the fact that it was the man that sold the Iraq war to the American people, like the president that did it, dude. Oh, my God, dude. You can't you can't ask for anything better than that, dude. <laughs> dude, it was it was pretty glorious because just the way he said it, too. It sounded exactly like uh, him doing the. uh 
uh, fool me once, shame on you. He was like, there's a saying in Tennessee, uh, it's in, it's in, or there's a saying in Tennessee, it's in Texas. Uh, but I know it's, it's probably in Tennessee. It was like the same, like cadence, like, uh, deplorable fucking human being that, you know, uses his power to overthrow a smaller country, uh, in Iraq. I mean, uh, well, Iraq, uh, Ukraine, (laughs) it was just like, oh my God, like, I don't really know. I, I couldn't really make out and what he, he said. I bet you I bet you in his head he was thinking like Saddam Hussein. Or not Saddam Hussein, but Osama bin Laden. Well, I, was I bet ask, you that's what he was thinking. Know. I was gonna I bet you, you that's what he was thinking. But well, just was, in the scenario yeah. that it was, everybody else was like, That's you. That's yes. that was you. <laughs> and I bet you in I I bet you fucking money in his head he was thinking of, you know uh bin laden or saddam hussein in afghanistan like i bet you fucking money that's what he thought and that's why he was like oh yeah it makes sense like a little freudian slip there because i was also thinking about that and that was while i was in power but every fucking body else every single person that saw that video was like bro what are you doing up there dude that be you Dude, I could. I it's just one of those. That was wild. One of those beautiful moments where, like, I think, like, I don't know. I don't want to speculate too much, but I feel like there might be some little bit of subconscious in there being like, when he when he read off that like a brutal dictator that invaded a sovereign nation, he was like, "That's me." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you'd hope you hope that's kind of like where his mindset is at now. Like, man. I really fucked that up, but I just don't see it. I I really think it's it's I, okay. the other way where. Now I will say that he is pro- he's a monster. He deserves to be in prison for the rest of his life for what he did. But I think he might have some sort of remorse because there's the stories about him painting I, the soldiers yeah. that died in I Iraq. Think I think his only remorse is the amount of Americans that died. And during yes. both those times, yes. whether it's 9-11 or the people that he sent to Iraq and Afghanistan. Yeah. Like, I think that's where the remorse lies. I don't think it's and, actually yeah, what happened in Iraq and Afghanistan. And, and I kind of think that I, 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 after, after seeing Trump's presidency, I kind of think that these people get into power and they're not really in control. I yeah. think they kind of have ideas what they want to do or what their rhetoric is or kind of what they want to do. But then that huge fucking deep state apparatus puts enough pressure on you wherever they want you to do or go. And you just go with the flow because it's a lot easier. It's so much easier. Yeah. And yeah. and I think that's what he kind of did was just like go with the flow and fucking. OK, I guess I guess we're going to Iraq. Uh dick cheney yes sir <laughs> like i don't well, and, and he wasn't meant he wasn't supposed to be president you know like he just like he wasn't the guy that was supposed to be president and i'm not saying that that means it should have been al gore but like the only reason i mean we watched that uh what was the the movie w or bush or something like I that i think it was like yeah we, w bush we, or something like that. we we watched dick but uh i'm not talking about dick because dick is about dick cheney and it's that's the one that we turned vice. off because we're like vice. this is vice yeah whatever same thing um but no then, then there was that other one that came out and it was about like george w bush 
and yeah it's like how he came to be and then if you read like like biographies of it uh, about him and things like that it's just like he was always just trying to gain favor in his father's eyes like it seemed like and he was yeah. like the only way i can do that and he was never he was just kind of like a dead end son that he was like a rich preppy son like that's what he was oh yeah and and like look i mean look what the clinton did I mean, he completely yeah. embarrassed himself at the end of his uh, presidency on a national scale with the whole Monica Lewinsky scandal. That, like, this is what this this is how I think like they can just elect whoever they want because like yeah. Clinton fucks up royally, get screws up. Democrats have a bad taste name and taste in their mouth, so then a Republican wins. And then the same yep. thing happened with Bush: is he fucked up? Everyone hates him, and they're all well, we're going to go with the Democrat. And then at the end of Obama, he fucks up. Everyone kind of hates him, despises him. And then we get Trump. So I kind of think like he just took advantage of the opportunity of like, hey, you're fucking I'm Bush's son. But maybe the Bush that you had before Clinton wasn't so bad compared to Clinton, was he? And yeah, you can have him back. His younger, (laughs) dumber, the dumbest son. You get that dumbest son. (laughs) he's the uh he's the what what's biden's son that's always in the news right now the the, the alive one hunter Hunter. he's the hunter biden of the bush family yeah yes yes (laughs) (laughs) he just he just got to stay out of the news a little bit earlier because uh, everything wasn't he didn't have a snapchat at the time yeah he wasn't recording himself (laughs) on his laptop weirdly when he was smoking crack and fucking hookers who does that all right (laughs) but who fucking does that bro like i i get i get crackheads do some weird ass shit like heroin people do some weird ass shit i don't think i've ever seen a i that's the only video i've ever seen like this is why like sometimes like the conspiracy theorists are like this is a cia up like they set up Hunter Biden. Like I could almost believe that because I've never seen a person with like a high status, you know, like whether it's, I, I guess there, there's probably a video of a celebrity out there smoking heroin, but not sure. from like a shitty laptop, like yeah. self-facing camera. Like, like it's from like bed. somebody else, like getting ready to make a payday off TMZ. Like, like I've never seen like a dude just like, like with his fucking fucking <laughs> up his shit and it's like oh look at me smoking heroin and his video is all fucking crazy and he's like <laughs> and like i've never seen that before like that is the wildest shit in the fucking world and i don't understand it i don't understand it whatsoever i yeah i have no i have no explanation for it i have no idea like this is what the funniest thing about it is they're like this is russian disinformation <laughs> <laughs> it's like clearly a video of shirtless uh hunter biden it's clearly him it, it's weirdly like enough light on his face where you can see him like put a crack pipe up to his mouth then there's like these strange uh foreign women that come in and out of his room and there's always a different one and you're like what the fuck is this dude they're like, like, is he is he fucking too high yet? Can we steal his money now? Yeah, yeah. I don't That's know. what they're checking in on. Yeah, it's your turn, Jaquanda. It's your turn. I was like, oh, did the Russians check on the white guy? Make Hunter Biden smoke crack? Is that what is that what you mean by Russian disinformation? <laughs> Dude, this this episode's getting flagged on Spotify. 
<laughs> for have you seen that have you seen have you gone and looked at our spotify and just like scrolled through the episodes uh not not recently there's like there's like we have misinformation tags on like half of our episodes yeah is it because of covid stuff uh, yeah i think all of it's covid stuff but still that, like right I there that surprised. probably got us flagged. yep there it is <laughs> there it is we almost went the whole episode i mean this is only like 30 minutes into the episode but still yeah well i think it has to like pick up on like i don't know how these algorithms work they have to be able to like voice recognize when people say certain words and that's what flags oh, yeah. it I think yeah it's got to because there's not a person watching every single one no there's too many and i would not want to be the one in charge of like hey you get the shit to your libertarian podcast that's your category <laughs> check dude there's so many <laughs> So that person's that person hates that person became a communist because of libertarian <laughs> podcast. That guy joined the, Antifa the next day. <laughs> he was like, it's like hour 40. He, he, it's his first week on the job, and he's like, I subscribe to all of your views, Twitter. Every single company view we have, I subscribe to it. These people need to be eliminated yeah. off the face of the earth. Yeah, you listen if you listen to enough like shit tier libertarian podcasts and you're like, you know what, we need some censorship. <laughs> <laughs> These people should not be allowed to talk. <laughs> Honestly, because they actually they're actually anti-retard at that point. They're just like, <laughs> fuck the autistic kids. Like, I don't care. It's like the that Twitter marketing manager that just came out on Project Veritas and he was like, oh, Elon Musk is God. legitimately autistic. And we're going to take him seriously? It's like, <laughs> hmm, hmm. Damn, bro. I mean, All right. he's not wrong. <laughs> or he's got Asperger's or whatever they said he had. But it was just like, he was like, we're going to take, we're going to take somebody that's retarded. I think he said retarded. He's like, I think we're going to, we're going to take somebody that's actually retarded and take them seriously. He's going to be in charge of us. And I was like, damn, dude. <laughs> dude, uh, and these you know You're what I'm wrong. Really, what I'm shocked is like I don't know. I don't know what I think of in my head when I think of like an executive producer or whatever some high ranked title at these tech places. Yeah. Like I think of like a like ruthless capitalist like businessman, like I don't know, like smoking cigars, you know, drinking scotch. And all these videos that come out of Project Veritas are like these fucking dorks, dude. Like these fucking. <laughs> well, see, just... I don't know. I don't know why you hear the word big tech and think like these ruthless capitalists. The only time I think I of know, like dude. the ruthless capitalist is like uh, big business, which I know big tech is a like part an of oil, that, but like oil company or something. Yeah, like I like oil, tobacco, fucking Walmart, um, <laughs> McDonald's. Like yeah. those are the ones that I think of. <clears throat> Like, cause tech, like, like when I think of tech, I think of Bill Gates or Steve Jobs, like wearing a fucking turtleneck glasses. Yeah, neck the techie beard. people. Yeah, you know, like the tech and Jack Dorsey. You know, fifty-five pounds soaking wet. You know, like I, I don't, I don't picture this like bearded, peppered hair, works out. You know, fucking yeah. seven days a week. Uh, never sees his kids has seven mistresses um still goes home to his wife every day and she knows it like that's who i picture as like the big business guy you know the the fucking lockheed martins and the boeings and like 
like those guys, even Boeing, like depending on probably this, I don't know, the CEOs of some of those companies. The only other thing I think is like, I think of is like a frumpy, sly, older white dude. Like that's kind of how I picture them too. But, and then the only other time that I picture like the typical big business guy with the cigar and the beard and the, you know, in shape is like big law firms. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know why. I think I'm always kind of like let down a little bit because these Project Veritas videos come out and it's just, and these people like, and it's like CEO I mean, of marketing. <laughs> yeah. CEO of marketing, you know, the it's like the some executive director, <laughs> executive director of whatever department for Twitter. And, and all these, all this time though, like, you know, when you're, when you're imagining like the villain, right? Like you can look at, it's easy to like, look at some people out there and like what a villain would look like. Like, yeah. I, I don't know, just like a bad guy, for, like, especially from like a Hollywood movie, they've got to be evil. They have, these evil intentions and this is why they're doing it it's for their own personal gain every time these video come out i'm like these are our enemies like these are the people well, that we're up against i think that's when it goes back to like what we always talk about where it's like are they dumb or are they you know like actually evil you know are they just dumb and they believe in this thing or are they actually evil yeah i think they, and that's where it, i a think a lot of it I think they're just I think they buy into their own bullshit. Yeah, they buy into their own bullshit. And fuck, I mean, everybody buys into their own bullshit. Like, I can't say that I don't buy into my own bullshit and think that I'm fucking hotter than shit. Not like looks wise, but like my ideology is better than everybody else's. It is. But, you know, I don't (laughs) fucking I, I like I feel like everybody buys into it to a certain extent. But there's I think there's a difference in being like, can I look at it a different way? And they, these people are just like, no, nah, I don't really care to look at it a different way. And even when you bring yeah. up like things that make you question it or make them question it, they act like it doesn't make, like it doesn't make them question it. Like it should make them question it, but they're just so down into it that it's just like, nah, like I fucking, one of my favorite accounts on Twitter is uh Tet. I don't know if you've seen him, but um, so. he always talks to uh, that, that girl, Allie. But I just see Tet all the time. And he's basically, he's an anarchist, but he's a communist. He's a commie anarchist. But he's okay. like one of the ones where he's like, I just want, if I'm like, I'm going to, I'm a communist, but I'm just going to live, like, I'm not going to make you be a communist. I'm going to yeah. live in my own community with other communists and you can live in your fucking ANCAP society. Like, yeah. and that's, I'm like, that's a, it's the only kind of communist that should be sure, like, yeah. It's like communism like without that. the force, basically. Yeah, and it's like only people that want to be there can will be there, and you can freely leave from that society. Like that makes sense to me. Like that's what we want, you know. And so, like, I love, I love his shit, and I don't fucking agree like with his rationale for a lot of things. Sure, but yeah. fuck, like he makes he makes better points than the goddamn I don't know the fucking crazy christian anarchist that i was talking to or not talking to but quote tweeted today where he was just like secularism is childless has means childless and christianity means we're gonna buy up all their properties because they have no heirs to inherit their their property and uh these people need to die out and fuck the gays like basically and i was just like i i was like i'm 
I feel like I should be worried about these people because they're definitely going to come for me and my two gay mothers at some point. But uh, I really think that they're going to be thrown in the gulag long before I will. And I won't have to worry about them when like the power shift comes like the they're so yeah. crazy. Like the I'm talking about the crazy Chris, like the crazies of the Christian anarchists. Yeah, I'm not talking about like the ones that are basically vouching for fascism because they think it's all right because the power yeah, they and glory enforce- is to God. They don't want. They don't I'm want not to talk about like the like, normal run of the mill, like Christian anarchists. Yeah. It's like the one true king is God, so we don't worship any, you know, yeah, leaders of man I that see. isn't God. And yeah, he it's wants all to voluntary of, based off of that. Instead of like enforcing a progressive ideology, he just wants to replace it with Christianity or yes. his, his right-wing christianity belief and however he interprets yeah and then genocide everybody else that's not well we, and that's where his fashion well, we tried i think we've tried that i think the i think the christians have lost enough in the history of the world um after trying to genocide people that enough people halfway through are like yeah we're not gonna let the christians do this anymore <laughs> yeah like they've tried they've tried plenty of times and they failed yeah, and that I was before know. nuclear bombs. There, there is. It seems to be that there is some prominent. Um, I don't even know the best word to describe them. I guess ultra religious types. It's the it's the ultra religious. I don't really care. Like I said, the fucking norm normal ass people that are religious, they're not a problem. Like that's good for you, dude. Like by all means, but yeah. it's I'll, yeah. I'll find it and I'll read the post and you're gonna be like, oh yeah, that guy's fucking who, crazy. Who who is it? Uh, let me look. Let me find him. Uh, so this guy's name is Andrew Pierce. Uh, politically Catholic. Andrew Pierce, politically Catholic. Oh, it's Popular Liberty. He's like oh. a pretty kind of like a decently big account. Yeah, I think he's um, the like dude that's running like the Republican Mises Caucus. I yeah, he might be. He's host of the Popular Liberty podcast. I think I did follow him at one point, but um, so they were talking about I don't know. They were talking about uh, something, and it was like how to defeat blah 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 the evil. And he's quote tweeted your brain on LP, and that tweet doesn't really matter. And another guy who's like a pretty big Christian anarchist, he's like, not everyone is going to be Christian, though. So what do we do about that? And he's like this Andrew Pierce. He's like, we buy their property at courthouse auction after they die poor and airless because secularism equals childlessness and add it to our ever growing exclusively Christian community. Eventually, quotations, it's a private Christian planet, bro. That or we buy it off their mentally ill or degenerate kids because those are things predicated by secularism, which also strongly correlates with riches to rags. Same deal if a pastor's kid turns out to be a militant atheist. His seeds, financials, his seeds, financial prospects are unprofitable. (laughs) And then Jacob, he was like, locally that works, but I don't see that working to the scale you see it working. He's like trying to have a conversation to be like, what are you actually saying here, dude? He's like, it's basic economics and demographics, which has been borne out time and time again throughout human history. 
Just think, which religion built everything good about human civilization? Private Christian statecraft communities will scale to this planet and beyond. And then Jacob's like, demons don't respond to economics, though. (laughs) And even humans sometimes defy logic. And that guy's response to that was, uh, they do. Their axiology is simply reversed and counterintuitive to humans. They maximize destruction and chaos instead of value and order. I don't know. It's just a lot of craziness. It's just a lot of craziness. And it's like, bro, like, I get it. You want your Christian community. Have it. Have at it. There's going to be Christians in non-Christian communities because there's going to be plenty of communities that are like, I don't give a fuck what your religion is. We all live here. Like if we had in Kapistan. And this is the other thing. It's like he wants if he is part of the uh, that right, the the people taking over the GOP Mises caucus or whatever, not yeah. taking over, but taking over the GOP with the GOP Mises caucus. If he is part of that. It's like, well, don't you just tell us not to live in in Kapistan all the time? Like, that's what a lot of the GOP Mises caucus is. It's like the libertarian Mises caucus is too far into Kapistan that they don't know their head from their ass. And it's like, I get that. But then, like, if this guy, I'm not saying that he is. But if he is, it's like, this guy is, like, in Christian and Kapistan, apparently. And it's only Christian and Kapistan in the entire world because it's a private Christian company, bro. This is the uh, bizarre. I don't know. I really don't know what to say to this because it just, I don't know. I, it's like, I don't know. It's like it's dude, such whiplash. <laughs> it's like, what do you, I don't even know. I don't know what he's even trying to say. Like, it looks like he's trying to say, basically use force to remove people from his society. And he wants his societal standards to be based around Christianity. And, yeah, and he's like, when his argument would be, I'm not using force. They're dying out because they're secular and secular means childless. And it's like, yes, that doesn't, that doesn't mean that at all. Like, fuck, dude, you think, think the whole world is just going to be like, yeah, I'm not having kids anymore because I don't believe in God. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And you know, this is one of those, this is one of those things too, where, you know, these are always the people like the like the ones you hear like it's always the crazies whatever the culture is so like you know the libertarian cultures it's always the crazies you hear about where you see like libertarians Mm -hmm. walking naked across the stage or you know people getting booed because they're not against the driver's license like that's an important thing in our country you know like it's the crazies the people hear about the crazy libertarians like and like so when you hear about like the christians you know, you don't hear about like the good Christian church that actually like, you know, no, you hear about Westboro Baptist church. Yeah. You're going to hear about like the God hates fags people. And, and, and then like this guy, I mean, I'm not comparing him to that, but I am saying that like the, I guess the most radical uh, and what would be perceived as crazy from that culture is like the, always the loudest. It feels like it's always, um, I don't know really what I'm saying, but like the, those seem to be the loudest. And then like, yeah, because, you know, I didn't really grow up very religious. You know, I, I didn't go to church or anything. And I mean, people in my family did, but, you know, I didn't. But, you know, I didn't ever really hear about the good things of the church. I only hear about like, oh, shit, dude, that uh, that preacher's son murdered someone. <laughs> like someone. Yeah. And then, you know, the, now the preacher's telling people like, he didn't do it and it's like but he obviously did and 
you know, just like stuff like that. And you're like, well, that's, you know, I don't know. I won't, I won't try to tell anyone that I know what Christianity is, but I'm like, I don't, I feel like stuff like that is not Christian. You know, <laughs> I, I don't, I feel like. I, and I agree. And I bet you a lot of the people that we interact with that are like the Christian anarchists, like the ones that we enjoy being around, like fucking Eric, he's one of the guys that's been following us for ever. The Air Force yeah. guy. Um, you know, he's very much, and I know he doesn't agree with him. And I know like a lot of, uh, like some of the, like, fuck the, uh, other guy in that thread. Um, I follow him because I like a lot of his views. I think he makes a lot of really good points on why Christianity is important to the world and how sure, it's yeah. created the, um, societies that a lot of our society is based up on, but I love how they always use it where, and you know, everybody does this and, uh, like libertarians will do it and, and it's the same thing where it's like we were founded on libertarian ideals or we were founded on christian ideals or it'll be intermingled in between the two and it's like well then those ideals led us to where we are at today it's like the the constitution was founded yeah. to protect us from the things that are happening today and it's like well it didn't do that none of those things that were just listed those three points that were just listed even if we were founded on them didn't do that and then they're like ah it's hijacked it's like ah but then you look at george washington and his whole fucking teeth were made out of you know slave teeth and springs and wood you just listened to that podcast yes i did (laughs) yeah me too (laughs) yes i did that was awesome i love kill tony and burt kreischer like that was a really cool podcast but you know it's like and 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 fuck we've talked about it plenty of times that george washington had some very unlibertarian things that he did during his three terms um fucking jefferson did some very unlibertarian things and very um very federalist type things when he was a staunch anti-federalist yeah 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 and then we have a whole group of uh libertarians and in our fuck in the midst that are hamiltonians who literally created the greatest wealth destruction tool ever in the central banking and the fed like yeah i understand that it came around in 1913 but it was around before then too and it was from his ideals and people worship hamilton and it's like dude i don't know what we're doing here and that's why like i was telling um my girlfriend last night i was like i just say libertarian because it's easier than explaining anarchist because anarchist comes with a connotation and libertarian at least the general views yeah normies kind of no at least heard of it yeah and and basically their views is like you believe in and we're going to get to this in a second but you believe in no gun laws and it's like yeah um you believe in no taxation you know just like the talking points and it's like yeah and then you believe in you know they say something about like uh they probably usually bring up like either abortion and that's where it's like eh, i don't really give a fuck and then uh they usually bring up oh but you're anti-war and you guys are all pussies and it's like sure whatever like it gets me like i already have half my explanation out there where it's like yeah i believe in those things but i'm not anarchist it just comes with a different connotation so i just say libertarian because anarchists are those things because the libertarians themselves don't believe in those things and then obviously that's the same thing with anarchists whether it's commie or non-commie or whatever but it's just if i had to tell somebody gun to my head i'd be like yeah i'm an anarchist but 
it's just generally easier talking to a group of people oh, yeah. or some normies that aren't like huge on political shit. And I'm like, yeah, I'm just a, a, a libertarian, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Do like Joe Jorgensen, 20, 2020. <laughs> yeah. Right. Dude, isn't it crazy that uh, Joe Rogan has said multiple times now on his podcast that he voted for Joe Rogan or Joe Jorgensen. That was pretty crazy. Well, I, I know I think I don't know I don't think I don't only necessarily think that Joe Rogan's a libertarian but I think he is more like it's obviously that this people aren't giving you at like bullshit yeah you know what I mean like mm-hmm. don't be wrong we didn't like how Gary Johnson message we didn't like how Joe Jorgensen message but they're a lot when you hear them talk they're a lot more believable than like the other politicians that typically run for office, you know? Yeah. Like, like I don't, yeah, maybe exactly. I'm like, I don't know. I think they're more normal. I think they're more rational, whatever. Maybe I'm biased, but I think that is like, just because of how corrupt and disgusting the other two parties are. That's why Joe Rogan's like, yeah, I voted for the libertarians. <laughs> yeah. And he, you know, it's not, I just think it's crazy that he actually said it. Uh, like he's, cause he didn't really say anything about it for a while. Like he said he was going to, but then it happened and you didn't really hear about it. At least I didn't, but just like on some of the recent ones that I've heard lately, um, he said it and other people have talked about it. And I thought that was, I think it's just wild that it's, it actually, for the most part, and I would give a lot of credit to Michael Malice and Dave Smith for this. Um, it's getting out there to be a little bit more mainstream. Joe Rogan's not having Spike Cohen on. He's yeah. not, uh, he had Larry Sharp on 10 years ago. Like, uh, you know, if there's, if there's anybody that's in the libertarian sphere, that's actually making waves into like a popular culture type thing. It's gotta be Malice and Dave Smith, because I'm not seeing any other like high named libertarians going on a platform with millions of views. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah, it's just not happening. Sure. I mean, they, oh, that's, that's like all we got, dude. That's the yeah. that's the thing that the libertarians that we we have is that we like the like thank God that the corporate media is like losing all credibility like every day yeah. they lose more credibility like completely even oh, Fox News is losing credibility I mean I think like I just saw the all the bunch of people a bunch of the Republican right wingers getting all pissed off at Sean Hannity and they were attacking Sean Hannity on Twitter and stuff and for what what this time. Uh, well, this is something to do with Pennsylvania in the election. And he endorsed some other Republican. He, he endorsed, actually, he endorsed Dr. Oz. And I don't know much about Dr. Oz or what he's running, but he's running as a Republican senator in Pennsylvania. Oh, and it and, wasn't the, the Republican senator that the GOP yeah, wanted. Well, it would, yeah, it wouldn't be the, I would say the populist Republicans want they don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to act like I pretend that I know all the nitty gritty from but my understanding is a lot of the Republicans like this other girl. And I think it's mainly because of the abortion issue. I think mm. uh, Dr. Oz was more pro-choice and gotcha. the other girl was pretty hardline pro-life. Um, I don't know how popular, I don't know how, if that'll work. I have no idea if Dr. Oz, maybe he'll even take the primary. I don't know. But there's a lot of people online going after Sean Hannity for like, giving all this airtime to Dr. Oz, but not giving any airtime to this other girl and basically baited. She baited Sean Hannity into having like an interview with her. Like she was like, then have me on, then ask me all the tough questions you want. Have me on. 
and I th- I think he did it. I don't know. I didn't really keep up with it. But I was shit saying, on her the whole time. Yeah, all I'm saying is like that would never happen before. Where yeah. someone can go on Twitter and just be like, and those big name the like these like before how I kind of see it is like Fox News was kind of like the gateway into getting into office. Like you need a yeah. Republican needed to go oh, on Fox okay. News. Okay, so I I misunderstood. You're saying that Dr. Oz was like the GOP's like I I don't know person I, and the populists like the the Trumpers yes. were like yes no we want this chick yes yes oh gotcha I, think- I was misunderstanding I was looking at it the other way and then Hannity being the true Fox guy yeah he's a hack. Out. Okay. Yeah, the true Fox guy, he was like, nah, I'm going with the the always GOP or yeah. guy. Yeah, I'm not 100% sure on that. So don't quote me on this. I could get in the details wrong. But from my understanding, a lot of Republicans were just mad that he wasn't giving airtime to this other chick and I forgot her name. Hmm. But, but yeah, uh, you can bully your way on a national fucking that's, TV. That's what I'm saying. It's like that would have never happened before where you can like insult and get a bunch of people to support you online, insult a n- news anchor and, and, and call him out. And then he'd be like, oh, well, I guess I better have him on. Like that didn't happen before. And now oh, my ratings tanked. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, my, I'm pissing off my base, like in a weird way because of the internet i mean this could be good or bad maybe bad maybe good but you can almost it's almost becoming like a more true democracy representative representative yeah. democracy and like in a lot of ways i think it's becoming more of like a, a at least how it's supposed to work in, in a sense right the idea that they represent this base of people and whatever and if those base of people are upset well you can't just get away with it anymore and that's what I think is really cool. And like, I think, I mean, Dave Smith talked about this and I think he makes a lot of good points where it's like, we never had this access to like, now we're as, and when I say libertarians are like us, I, I really don't include us. I'm just saying like our group of people now have a chance to broaden our audience. Like we never have been able to before and get on these huge shows like Joe Rogan and spread the the ideas of libertarianism or liberty in general just to millions of people like this is unheard of that we can like almost now you might i mean i don't know when but i don't think these networks are going to be around our whole lives i I think these networks are going to turn into like just the website and they throw up articles like that's probably going to be how they die out yeah, and they won't absolutely. have a network anymore because their ratings will just be so trash. But and but I, as of right now, like we have to compete against those people because it's you know the mouthpiece of the state, and they're not going to let libertarians go on on their mouthpiece and give their knowledge or whatever to all those people. So now, because of the internet, we can bypass that and actually just oh, we don't need to go on the news. You can just go on your buddies massive podcast that he yeah, started exactly. and got oh it's like could you imagine like dude i mean now that i think about it it's so crazy that joe rogan got in a room recorded himself smoking weed with all of his friends and that's how he like you remember, especially when it was illegal everywhere well that i just meant like he could just 
just sit in your room with your friends like you imagine like sitting in the room with your friends and then you're like you know what i'm gonna put this microphone and we're just gonna record it for millions and don't get me wrong him being a comedian really helped out with that because it's funny it makes it interesting but just like in the basic thinking of it is that like i mean we did that we got drunk and you're like you know what dude and we talk about all this bullshit and we're we talked we argued in the backyard for like ridiculous amount of time because we're crazy and autistic and retarded and they're like you know what dude we've been doing this for a couple years why don't we just put a microphone in front of us and see if other people on the internet agree with our psychotic asses and yeah. it worked. Well, and and it worked. And it's just like it's wild that people fucking listen to any sort of podcast that's like that. Like that's how the sh- how it goes, like how the show goes, mm-hmm. you know? Because there's a lot that it, it's like the wine scene and his dark horse podcast, it's like very political and yeah, thought out and it's very formal. Like there's a lot that are ran exactly like news execs, but it's long form conversation. Yeah. And it's like, here's what we know. Here's what we don't know. Blah, 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 blah. It's like an hour of news without the, the same type of um, little tidbits. They get to long form it a little yeah. bit more. But it seems like, I mean, for what it's worth, it seems like people enjoy a lot more just like people talking and bullshitting for an hour and a half. And there's kind of like a psychological thing where it's it's on camera so you end up talking about heavy hitting subjects just because it's i want people to know how i kind of feel about this and i know people are going to watch it at some point so now i don't have to explain myself i can just be like hey look at this episode this is kind of how i feel about it and there you go and people kind of enjoy the the stupidness and the craziness of it not being perfectly aligned and we're going to talk about these specific subjects and um and it's going to be the same thing every time like you know what i mean it's kind of going to be i think it's like it's going to be different the reason it attracts like more normal people because it's like more authentic and that's how normal people communicate yes like this is not like people do not like no one does these like interviews where they like ask a question you know and then the person gives their answer and then they look at their script and they ask like whatever some long form question let them talk like no like most no one does that everyone else no one does these like seven panels and then let go down the line and let every person say their piece and then turns into a shouting match like uh, don't be wrong having conversation with people sometimes it does turn into a shouting match but yeah and that should be okay like that part should be okay there's and you know one of the things that i've talked about always is like there's a threat of violence still you know like especially when two men are talking or yeah, just generally there's an underlying. Uh, well, yeah, there's always a there. underlying like threat of violence between two people. So you can get crazy, but you can't you can also not get too crazy. So they can say, and this is where like a lot of the debates and stuff, it's all fucking stage. They act mad and they yell and they shout. And it's like a tantrum on stage, and they get away with it because they can't do it. But when you're at my studio sitting here with me. And we're having a conversation and I disagree with you about something. And fuck, we've had it where we sit right next to each other. And I'm like, there was a, there was an episode we did with Jared. And uh, we paused the episode halfway through. And it wasn't because, um, I don't know if you remember this. We were at the, uh, we were still at the, the Mesa house. And we paused the episode halfway through because I was like, 
what the fuck are we talking about right now? Because I was like, you made me lose my whole train of thought because you said some fucking stupid shit. And Jared's like, well, da, 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 da. and like being like his sarcastic asshole self, but he was too drunk and he wasn't making sense anymore. And I was just like, bro, fuck, I have to pause it because now there's going to be this weird fucking break where I'm trying to, I'm reeling from what you said. And that's the only time. And it probably would have been pretty funny to leave it in there because I was just like, what the fuck? But, you know, mm-hmm. in that, in the presence and we're all friends. So like we get at each other's throats all the time. Generally you and I don't do it on the podcast and we generally don't get at each other's throats. We disagree and we can be like, fuck you. And it's kind of funny and plays into the game or not plays into the game, but plays into the show pretty well. But you know, like we can sit there and be like, nah, you're fucking retarded. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard and go back and forth about it. And people enjoy that because that's how, like you said, that's how they do it. Um, I just think it's that it's just a different conversation when it's not completely professional. Like we have, and sometimes I think we've, we've heard that feedback too. Sometimes when we have somebody on that we're not quite comfortable with, or we think that it should be a little bit more professional than our normal show. And, um, you know, I think we, I think we do good on those shows, but it's just not quite the same because, it's like when we had uh fuck uh what's her name from the LP oh Angela McCardle uh, Angela McCardle like I thought it was a good episode um I, I, I and it was good to talk with her and we had some funny riffs back and forth but it wasn't like our typical show because we felt like we had to preserve a certain appearance and sometimes after those shows I'm like man maybe we shouldn't do that shit like maybe we shouldn't even ask people yeah. on that are going to be like, like that we have to be that way with, because I like having, and you know, that maybe that's one of the reasons why we go to our own shows and try to do it that way. Um, yeah. Well, and if like, we wanna, you don't want to put ahead. her like political career in jeopardy because I don't know, we said faggot, you know, <laughs> like yeah. you, you yeah. didn't want to like do something like that. Like, you know, not yeah. on that episode with her. And like, we don't want to get into like the weird, goofy, retarded stuff that we talk about because it's like, well, we're having someone on that's running for political office. And I kind of, you know, as ourselves and what we want to, what we want to present to the audience is like, what is she trying to do? Right. Yeah. Like, that's what we're trying to figure out. And we're like, what, right. what are you trying to do? And I don't want to get in the nitty gritty about like, you know, like fucking killing babies and, you know, fucking. If it ain't the, the nitty gritty of killing babies yeah, the and nitty sucking gritty, dick for coke, yeah, yeah, something like that, you know, you don't want to be like, yeah, yes means yes or no means yes, and yes means anal, Angela. Like you don't want to <laughs> say that. <laughs> exactly. No, I get it, and well, and just back on the the topic, uh, real quick on um, fucking Fox News and shit like that. I just wanted to let you know that Tucker Carlson changed his fucking twitter bio and at the end it says frequent visitor to the aspen uh institute and fully vaccinated uh and then right afterwards it says they theirs and then the flag of the ukraine in his bio now is that a troll and i think i think he's trolling it's it's, it's his actual account but i think oh. he's trolling on his twitter account which is amazing and this is why tucker carlson has the best show on fox news yeah well it's the only one that i like if it's on, I don't like go to watch a show, but if it's on no, or neither do I. 
or if he has like someone that I'm interested in that I see like, oh shit, Hooker had this guy on. But I'll watch the clip. Yeah, I'll watch the clip. Or that, <laughs> something it. like that. But if like, you know, my dad's watching like, you know, or someone's watching the news and I see Tucker Carlson on, I'm like, oh, this is usually a pretty it's pretty good. He talks about something he talks about a lot of stuff I think is important, right? Yeah. That's that's he also like called it. uh Brian Stelter a eunuch. So that's pretty funny. He called him a eunuch on Twitter and tagged him <laughs> um <laughs> i just think it's funny think he's like eunuch you a eunuch is uh it was somebody in like medieval times or like the dark ages i guess that uh got their um balls in dick cut off <laughs> so he called eunuch brian stelter seems to have been lifted straight from george orwell's 1984 and it's a whole clip on brian stelter talking about the disinformation board and um and why it should be there and why the dhs is wrong for discontinuing it and things like you know, that brian stelter's kind of does have that vibe what's that dude from game of thrones the bald guy yeah that's a he's a eunuch yeah well what's his name damn it i can't remember. i don't remember his fucking name he's the fat bald guy that's a eunuch in yeah. game of thrones he's fucking yeah always working behind the scenes doing shady shit like yeah and his balls and well, I think his balls cut off. Maybe his dick still. Yeah, there, I think but... it's just balls. And well, I'm pretty sure it's dick too, because all the fighters from fucking what's it called are eunuchs. Yeah, yeah. Um. Anyways, but uh, uh, last thing in the fucking news that we should talk about, um, killing kids, and I'm not talking about abortion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So there's been two shootings in the last two weekends, um, one in Buffalo, yeah. New York, um, and then one this week. I guess it happened yesterday. Uh, mm-hmm. As we're recording this, we're recording this on Wednesday, the 25th. It happened yesterday. Um, Somewhere in Texas. In Texas. Near- Uvalde. Uvalde. Yeah, I think uh, that's near El Paso, but I could be wrong. Yeah, I believe I believe you're right. Um, it's a primary, primarily – Hispanic community, um, large majority of it is. And the first thing you saw was, I bet you it's a fuck. We see it with every shooting. I bet you it's a fucking white guy. And it was a Hispanic dude. They were right. The Buffalo one, they were right. The Buffalo. Well, I mean, Buffalo, I mean, there's fucking, it's like a 99% rate of white people in Buffalo. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, Jared's from like two and two hours away from Buffalo. And we all know Jared. If anybody shoots up a school on this fucking podcast. Um, But uh, so, but that's just because he hates the teachers, not the kids. But uh, if they're, you know, it, it's always crazy to see the uproar right out the gate. Um, extremely sad, you know, some kids died. Uh, it's not a good day to be, you know, super pro gun, but uh, yeah, everything after that, that comes with it, it's like, makes me more pro gun like yeah i don't see everything that comes from every argument that comes from a school shooting or something like that i'm like this is why like not because of the school shooting not because of you know um it's not sad that children died or anything else like that it's just like all of the crazy shit that people say after about why these guns need to be taken away by force room yeah. by room house by house or house by house room by room 
It's like, this is why this yeah. argument that you're making right now to prove that it would eliminate the threats of school shooters is exactly why you can pry it from my cold dead hands. Yeah, dude, that's what I, I fucking, I kind of hate it now that, cause like, you know, like it's not like, you know, when there's a mass shooting, like you, you don't, you know, maybe it's not a good day to be posting, you know, you with your AR-15 on Facebook, you know, maybe, maybe you should wait a week, you know, or something. <laughs> and I'm not saying like, listen, I know a lot of people are pro-gun, like we're pretty pro-gun. Most, a lot of our listeners are pro-gun and, 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 but like, it's so annoying that the conversation turns to that so quick because yeah. like literally it's like literally the, the same kids. the same tweet. You have 180 characters and you go from rest in peace to we need gun reform right now. <laughs> yes. Yes, dude. That's and it's so annoying too because there's a lot of blame that could go around. Like don't get me wrong. You could blame the person and how he got how he got access to a gun whatever. You can blame how that happened. That um, I don't think I don't think the like someone that's potentially about to shoot up a school should have a gun. I think that's crazy. Like, what are we, what are we doing here? Maybe there's a market solution or maybe people, whatever. Maybe there's a way that we can prevent, hey, this guy is kind of mentally unstable. Don't sell him a gun, right? We yeah. want something like that. We want to prevent this from happening. But like, dude, if I drop my kids off at an institution like if anyone drops their kids off in an institution, this is the real argument right here. I this don't is the give, real argument. Right I don't here. give two shits what this institution like does, like whatever, if it's karate, if I'm taking my kid to go get some lesson or whatever, the number one job, fuck the lessons. The number one job is you protect this person. That is your number yeah. one job. That is You're the absolute charge. number one job is you need to protect those kids. Because that, because it, it doesn't matter anything else. If you can't protect them, you can't teach them how to karate. You can't teach them how to play piano or whatever. Or you can't educate them, right? If you drop them off at a school. You can't do that if the, if the kid's life's in danger. You know, it's really hard to learn algebra when there's uh, fucking five, five, six flying through the <laughs> flying through the classroom. You know what I'm Tell saying? Tell that to all the kids in Afghanistan, typo. So, like, it, I get so annoyed that it's always that, oh, we need to get rid of guns. It's like, you need to beef up security at the school. You well, need the to... best part is, the best part is, now coming out today, is they're saying that the school shooter was approached by the school resource officer, a police officer mm. on campus, mm -hmm. and he didn't do anything. An original report said that he had a uh, a vest on and he did have a vest on, but it didn't have Kevlar on it. Mm -hmm. And it's very easy to tell if a vest, a plate carrier has Kevlar in it and that they didn't. And the, the also that the kid that walked around, he was 18 years old. I'm going to refer to him as a kid. The kid that he walked around the school for an hour before opening fire. And there was a school wow. resource officer that was on premise and had spoken to him already. And wow. he stayed outside of the school until a, uh, you know, a heavy squad came on deck, SWAT basically. And it's yeah. like that, that is a problem right there. 
And we it's have been like proven time and time again. Yes, we have been proven time and time again that they are not required to protect you. I don't care. I get it. You have a you have a nine millimeter in your fucking side holster. You know, they didn't. They did at my school, at least the school resources officers that we had. We had two and they had a nine millimeter. I know you didn't have them because you have They're fucking five cops in your town. Yeah, but they had a five, five, six on their fucking waist. Yeah. They always sure. did. They were a cop. They were a legitimate cop. And they got, you know, the shit duty of having to be around fucking 13 to fucking 18 year olds. Um, eight days or seven days a week or five days a week, I guess, for eight and a half hours or so. And sometimes a little bit longer for sports and things like that. But that was their job. And their job was to protect those kids. Yeah, and they, and that one specifically didn't. He did not. Yeah, he did and you, not, and he had the chance to. And I also want to talk about the fucking guns that he was using. How did an eighteen-year-old pay for those two guns? Yeah, like they were—they're like two thousand-dollar guns each. Like they were—they weren't just like the stock PSA fucking three hundred, four hundred-dollar rifle. Did he purchase ten? Apparently, he purchased them within the last month from what I've seen. Oh, okay. From what I've seen and read, that's what it looks like. And he also has been said, or that his friends that have been interviewed that knew him said that he got bullied a lot in high school and everybody was like, that's not an excuse. And he was like, no, it's not an excuse because, and they always use like, there's tons of LGBTQ and, um, you know, uh, people of color and stuff that get bullied all throughout high school and don't shoot up a school. And it's like, yeah, but the key word that their friends used was he became increasingly violent. And it's like, that's an indicator right there. And then he went and bought guns and it's like, I don't expect the gun store to know this kid's life. I don't. And a lot of them are just trying to sell because we're going through a really fucking hard time in the United States right now. I get it. I fucking understand, but like there is a, I don't think that there's a legal responsibility, but a, probably a moral obligation on the part of gun stores to be like, can I really sell this person a gun? Should I really sell this a person a gun? I'm not saying that it's legal. I'm saying it's more of an oblig, like a moral obligatory thing, owning that kind of business. It's like, ah, uh, I don't know. Maybe I should take a little bit more time going through this. And there's going to be people that don't, and that's completely fine. But then the left today started arguing about the cop and saying, this proves that a good guy with a gun is not always going to, isn't going to stop a bad guy with a gun. And it's like, it's legitimately his job to do so, at least according to how it's worded. Cops yeah. are supposed to do that. And he yeah, who didn't. else do you call, bro? <laughs> yeah. It's like when you when you have the monopoly on security, you better provide fucking security. <laughs> like, yeah, but they don't have to legally. Yeah, it's so crazy, dude. It was just like that Parkland thing when that sheriff didn't go in, and like, don't get me wrong, dude. I don't want to. I don't want to storm anywhere where there's a fucking mass shooter. I don't want to yeah. bust in there and have to risk my life over to take down whoever. Like, I don't want to do that. But that when that's like your job, like that's what you signed up to do. Like this is what your uh, obligations are, man. Like you, I didn't choose your job for you, right? Yeah, you did. I didn't choose you 
to do this job. But and you're happy getting that fat paycheck and probably that pension at the end, end of your time too. And that damn good health insurance. I know you're happy about all that, but there's a reason what the, I mean, so the deal that everyone kind of at least acknowledges or kind of recognizes like you get that. You get that paycheck, you get that retirement, and you get those benefits. You're supposed to be the one to go in and stop a school shooter. Yep. Like that is that's your job. That's your fucking job, dude. Do your job. Like, oh my God, dude. It's so frustrating that these people and uh it it's so annoying too. This is like when they start because when people just start rambling off, like, oh, we need gun control now, ban AR-15s or whatever. It's like, okay, but now you're the only people that can have them are these lazy piece of shit that won't even uh protect us right like, See, what my problem do? is they they always talk about like how the pro-lifers are never um they're never like after birth they care about the kids and it's like bro this fucking shooter just got rid of like some of the problem of afterlife like why are you upset right now yeah aren't you aren't you for this (laughs) like now we don't have to worry about it anymore or five kids short of the original problem yeah especially when that like well i think it was virginia i could be wrong about this but the guy like the guy basically said that that after the birth of a baby we have a baby on the table right and then the mother and the doctor can go in the other room and have a conversation. It's like, what conversation about what there, dude? Where's, <laughs> where's this conversation go? Like, don't get me wrong. Like, like you know, I I don't know. I I don't know where I stand necessarily on this abortion thing. It's never been a hot topic for me. I don't I don't really buy into it that much. Whatever. But like, you know, someone like makes the argument of like six weeks. You're like, well, I. I don't know, I guess, maybe, sure. But you talk about like birth. Nine months <laughs> day, out the womb. Day, day, day one. one. <laughs> day one of life. You're like, well, let's let's uh, let's have a conversation here. I think we need to discuss what we need to do with this baby. I'm like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's not a pack of cells anymore. <laughs> it's not that is not a pack of cells, dude. That <laughs> <laughs> it's crying i think crying would mean live i don't i don't know <laughs> yeah i'm, I'm I sorry know. i'm not a, I just not think... a biologist <laughs> i'm not a smart man <laughs> I, I don't know i just think it obviously it's incredibly sad like fucking no parents should have to go through that yeah it's pretty bad dude it was like one one teacher and 18 kids i think and it was an elementary school dude yeah i know and it's like bro this there's and everybody wants to bring up that it's a uniquely american problem and generally i agree with that statement like i'm not saying that it's that's uncharacteristic of the united states compared to other places i think other places use different fucking tools and those tools aren't as deadly as a fucking rifle i completely understand i get that that is understandable but if we're going to sit here and be honest for a second let's talk about the moral decay of the society in western nations like it is and it and this isn't talking about oh gay or lesbian or people of color or by poc or whatever we're far past that are (laughs) like this i'm talking about the legitimate moral decay of you know, being at war for 20 plus years, 
um, having no sense of like what the future will hold financially for our country, because everybody can feel the impending collapse. Um, let's talk about the skyrocketing rates of suicide and mental depression and, uh, you know, locking mental... down our, our entire society. Yeah. And lock, yeah, locking down our entire society. And, th- and they would argue that it would happen before, before that, but it's still at the same time, it's like, let's talk about the skyrocketing rates of uh, like mental health issues in the United States over the last 30 years. It's like, there's a problem in society and that's because we're not for the most part, I don't think we deal with problems. We put band-aids on solutions and this is at a governmental level. And I think the population follows it and that we're supposed to be this great, amazing nation. And we've watched, and I think there is something about the subconscious here that shows that, look, we've watched our country do some horrendous ass shit for a long ass time. And we try, it's like imposter syndrome. You know, I think there's a lot of imposter syndrome in the United States where it's like, we've watched our country do horrendous shit. And we constantly yell at the 4th of July that we're the best nation in the fucking world. And it's like there, and then there's a lot of people in this fucking country that are like, yo, my life is a living fucking hell for me. I'm done. And either it goes to suicide or it's, I'm taking as many people down with me. And we see that a lot in youth right now because they're getting told every which way from fucking Sunday that they are basically fucked for the rest of their futures because there's no financial future right now. And not in the ways, at least in the traditional sense that everybody has been taught. And you have to find a different way. And there's no, there's not a lot of people teaching. There is a lot of people teaching, but we've been fucked so many times before that nobody wants to fucking take it to heart. They're like, this person's lying to me too. Whether you're a Bitcoiner, a fucking crypto guy or a stock market investor, everybody's like, these people just want money for me and they're going to fucking take it. And this is what crony capitalism has brought. And this is yeah. what the fucking corruptness of the United States has done. Yeah, and this I, isn't, like, it's a dude, Western, Joe, Western, go ahead. J- Joe Biden came out and like condemned, condemned this shooting, right? I think he condemned the yeah. last one in Buffalo as well. Yeah. And it's like, dude, the, 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 what, what, we'll take both shootings and we'll put them together, right? It's like 20, 30, like 30 people possibly died, yeah. maybe 40. I don't even know, right? Like, oh, decent amount of people died. Very sad, very tragic. I think that 40 is, people were injured. That is a blimp compared to the carnage that Joe Biden has done to this world. And yeah. like these, yeah. these are our Let's moral leaders, right? And they're, he's out here condemning this kid, yet he's like sending shit ton of money to fund a proxy war, right? Like, yeah. it's like- Or Obama coming out today and talking about how sad yeah. it is what happened in Uvalde. And then in the same breath goes on about George Floyd. <laughs> yeah, because it's the that. same day that George Floyd died. Yeah. It's, and it's just like, so, it's so annoying because, well, it's so frustrating because these people are like the ones we're supposed to look up to, you know, there are leaders, whatever. They're the ones. And it's like, they are so hypocritical. They fucking murder people on a massive scale. And they're going to turn around and condemn a school shooting. Like, and then they're going to say it's all of our problems. Like, bro, yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't bully the fucking it's, kid. It's because you people can't control yourself with these guns. 
We need yeah. to do something because you people can't control yourselves. So I have to take your rights away to protect everyone. And it's like, bro, you're you are literally a mass murderer. Like yeah. you you've literally and a, and a mass kidnapper. Like, let's yeah. be honest. You fucking like, dude, you sold every war since like you've been in office. Like, fuck you, dude. Who are you? to fucking criticize this kid you haven't that's the thing like like you were getting at you know there's no moral standing for these people like the people that we're supposed to look up to there's no they have no morals like why would why would i look to joe biden as my moral compass like he's a fucking murderer he's he's sent troops to war he sent his own son to go die in iraq from got brain cancer from those uh burn pits in iraq right it's like this guy's horrible so it's like I'm walking around, you know, just a normal dude. And I'm like, dude, what kind of world do I live in where this this corpse gets to go up there and clown around in the White House and send people to war? Like, it's so insane. And then tell me that I can't be controlled. Yeah. Tell me that I can't. I have no self-control. Yeah. It's so insane. And like, like you said, like, I'm not, this is not a defense of this kid at all. Like, it's horrible. You should never should have done this terrible thing. But like this is happening, these things happen in our societies for reasons. And it's because like our society's kind of fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. It's really fucked up. And you know, laying I I think I think you can lay a lot of the blame at I think you can lay a lot of the blame at the decisions our leaders have made. And it's they keep backing a society that is well known for being we're freedom. We're what the free world should be. We're freedom. And they've backed us into such a corner that people don't know what the fuck to do, especially young people. Cause that's where you're seeing it at now. Columbine, fucking Uvalde, Parkland. You're seeing it young people that, or people with extremely low IQs or things like that. They don't understand what's going on. These people are fucking, fucking crazy, to be honest. Like they're crazy and they're going crazy because of the society that they've been brought up in. And it's like, and the institution probably. Yeah. And the institution that they've been brought up in that made them feel even crazier that have, I, that have called them crazy for so long. And it's like, "Mm, you're surprised. Like I'm not at this point, it's not even that there's a school shooting it's that somebody broke so bad that they felt that they had to take as many people down with them as they possibly could. It's like, no yeah. shit. Probably they, gave him a sense of dominance too, because he's like bullied a lot and shit. And they had no control of their lives up until that point. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, yeah, dude. It's just a, it's a wild time to be alive. And, you know, and then there's going to be the stat that there's been 200 mass shootings in the United States since the beginning of the year. And it's going to yeah, be like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, then yeah, look yeah. at the fucking they, definition. They mark it's up, not even yeah, yeah, they mark up those shootings. Like they'll they'll count someone that like a gun went off, but no one was killed. They'll call that like a fucking school shooting. And then yeah. there's some statistics where like it'll be a gang, like two rival gangs, but they're not even fighting at school. It's just that the people in the gangs go to school, so they consider yeah. a school shooting. But so yeah. they fucking fuck with that thing all the time. But but honestly, like I think. Honestly, like the when you were talking about like the economic thing, I think that is much 
more of a of a factor that's causing a lot of decay in our society than anything else. Yeah, because economic, people are looking trying to figure out how they're going to live their fucking lives. Yeah, most divorces are because of financial reasons. Um, yeah. Uh, most like uh, I mean financial reasons can drive people to suicide they can just break people break families like this is like re- can be really bad like just imagine like one day uh, I don't know you have seventy thousand dollars in your bank account and inflation goes up like 30 percent and you just lost 30 percent of your value of your money overnight like that's yeah in like scary that's insane like that would just you drop automatically into like poverty basically now those bills with those interest rates that now just went through the roof now you can't afford that it's literally life-changing when shit like this happens and it can just totally destroy people and families like and and like you said whether it's like well now the, the market's not so stable you know there's no like stable market going on it's these booms and busts and it's a back and forth so no one like i don't know saving your money like right i mean we know this just putting money in our bank account is not even like the best option right now no just saving money which would which would honestly like if you could just save your money i think like most people would be like way better off but you can't even rely to put your own money in a bank account because 10 years from now that money is going to be worth much less. You have to put it in assets or cryptocurrency or whatever stock market and gamble your money away or, or go to something else. But it's just all these, like these things have effects on it. And like the federal reserve keeps like records of this stuff. Like they yeah. know, they know when they fuck with the interest rates, someone's going to put a gun in their mouth. They know that they keep records of that stat. They know that because they raise interest rates, divorce rates are going to go up 10%. They know that shit and they fuck with our market anyways. And it's so, and like that, I think like, that's why, I think that's why we're, at least me, why I'm so big fan of like Bitcoin. It's not even like, like I, I think I believe in it. You know, the economics makes sense to me, but you know what? I'm, I'm fucking taking a leap of faith here. Because yeah, I just because know. at this point it's fucking better. Yes, exactly, dude. It's I'm well, taking a leap at this of point, faith because I know not what I'm doing better. right now. It's fucked. Yeah, it's not even that it's better. It's just like, what other option do I have? Like, what yes. other option is there? Let it yes. not let it become nothing because that's what it's done. Yes, that's what the that's what I'm saying, man. Like, I, I all I know is keeping money in my bank account is stupid. That is yeah. the dumbest thing I could possibly do. Just keeping, getting paid, putting a little bit away. That's fucking dumb. Like you're going to get yep. burned. And I, and I know that. I mean, look at gas going up. Everything's getting more expensive. We're really feeling that inflation right now. I mean, it hasn't got like terrible, but it's pretty bad. This is it's pretty, pretty bad. fucking bad. Yes, yeah. it's, it's pretty bad. Like, you know, minor influxes. And fuck the oil companies. Bills. They've made their biggest <laughs> profit ever. Like fuck yeah. those guys. If we want to, if we want a mass shooting, walk into a Fortune 500, you know, company meeting, and yeah, well, do us all yeah. a favor. Well, I kind of. Well, this was more in reference to the George Floyd thing, but I today I tweeted is like, if I ever go viral for a cop kneeing on my neck and killing me, please don't burn down my community. Go straight for the Federal Reserve. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, that's what it's. That's where it's at, dude. If, and it's just if, like. A, 
it's probably because of some financial dis this uh like reckoning i'm going through that i'm like oh i gotta rob this place dude and i get a cop kill me and then what no please don't burn down my community just just fucking go to the federal reserve like go right yeah. to the federal reserve and mostly peaceful protest <laughs> and mostly peaceful protest i think that's a good place to to stop it you got anything else to, you want to add um no um buy bitcoin because <laughs> buy i'm bitcoin. because i'm buying and, it and it's my leap of faith <laughs> god damn it and uh you guys will all be hearing this on your way back from childerberg so i hope you fucking enjoy it say what's up the typo um hang out have a good weekend i'm sorry i couldn't be there i have a wedding to go to in california so i'm not i'm like looking forward to the wedding because it's going to be a good time and i'm ready for a three-day weekend but i'd much rather be there at childerberg hanging out with you degenerate assholes so i hope you guys enjoy it um and yeah that's it for me yeah uh, i'm excited well thanks for thanks for hanging out with me at childerberg guys <laughs> uh whoever i hang out with i i don't know exactly all know who's going but uh i'm sure we had a great time and luke's gonna go next year i'm making yes. luke go next year i'm i'm five. literally telling my family like there's i'm not doing anything like i don't care what <laughs> we have planned i don't care if there's a death a wedding um you know we went a trip to fucking cabo like i'm not going like i'm going to childerberg next year like there's nothing that's gonna stop me yeah you're uh, gonna sh- financial you're gonna decay up. financial decay the whole world is on fire it doesn't matter the, the days that would be m- Memorial Day, I'll be at the campsite around wherever Childerberg is. I'll find it. I'll be there. So if the whole world collapses, don't worry. We're still going to have Childerberg. At least I'll be there. Hells yeah, dude. And like this one, like I'm sure I'm sure this Childerberg that you guys are driving back from was fucking <laughs> dope. I thought it probably amazing. But uh you're gonna come to five and you're gonna be like this is badass and like dude it was not like this like two years ago (laughs) yeah we're just camping in tents like (laughs) getting high (laughs) yeah it's gonna be fun i hope you guys enjoyed it and uh i guess that's the fucking shit show we out (laughs) fuck yeah